Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig. And, and we, we just watched Killer, Killer Clowns, Clowns from Outer Space. It was a night like any other night. Then something happened. Did you see that? Something different. There's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? They've been knocking them dead all over the universe. What are you going to do? Knock my block off? Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Killer clowns from outer space. Just cruising through the galaxy and stopped here for a bite to eat. You don't need a police bell, you need a psychiatrist. They want to play games? They're messing with the wrong guy. What are you in for? Killer clowns from outer space. It's crazy. It's true, we did. All three of us sat down and watched it. All together. Jeff, this was your pick. Yes, it was. Would you like to give a synopsis? Yes. Finally, the truth is out about clowns. Huh? Beneath their smirky, sinister grins and wildly patterned clothes are clever killers from out of this world. The juxtaposition of their toy store arsenal and malevolent intent <laughs> proves to be a tasty combination Los Angeles Times. In their killer <laughs> in this killer entertainment that will leave you feeling these big top creatures. What? Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna tell you what happens in this movie. Oh. Synopsis time. Killer clowns from outer space land and start killing people. Boom. Yeah. That is pretty, pretty close. much it. Yeah. yeah. Um I think the synopsis is also the title. It really is. Like you know exactly what yeah. it's about. I mean, the only little things to add would be that there's, like, young lovers that see the meteorite that are the killer clowns, like yeah. a young couple that decide to go down and investigate, and they're the ones that discover. It's a boy and a girl, the college kids, wacky college kids. They discover the killer clowns, board the ship, yep, and decide they need to tell everyone. Yeah, they see them, uh, the killer clowns are taking people and they're killing them and putting them in uh, big cocoons of cotton, cotton candy. candy. Yeah. yeah. And so the, they, they run away from the ship and so the killer clowns start chasing after them. But then they kind of, they don't really chase after them very much. They just kind of go out and start killing everybody, just whoever's in their path. Yeah, uh, they try to tell the police department. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an old... Uh, veteran police officer, uh, Officer Mooney, who does not believe 
that there are killer clowns and cannot be convinced no matter how many people call the station and tell him. Exactly. And there's a younger police officer that is the ex of the young girl. Mm-hmm. With frosted tips. Yes, he has frosted <laughs> tips. He's soap opera, good looks. And uh, they slowly win him over, and he becomes kind of, by proxy, the main character in a lot of ways. But uh, yeah. he, yes. becomes, he becomes the hero of the, the movie, I guess. Yeah. Or at least one of them. Yeah. And then there's a wacky pair of brothers uh, that have an ice cream truck, and they're trying to lure heavyset women <laughs> into the ice cream truck to seduce them, and it's not working very well, and we get a little bit of their hijinks, and then eventually they hook up with the heroes to help fight the killer clowns at the end. There's some suggestive popsicle sucking happening. Jeff. I'm just trying to enjoy a popsicle over here. (laughs) That's all it is. Uh, Jeff, what made you pick this one? This was your your choice? Well, I haven't seen this movie in a while, and I thought it would be like a fun, silly, kind of very light horror movie. I I don't even know if I'd call this really horror. It's more of like comical horror i guess yeah it's i mean it's kind of tongue-in-cheek yeah i I don't i don't think any of it's supposed to truly scare you or anything yeah yeah i don't know i just um and i I see the kyoto brothers at monster palooza every year the filmmakers behind right and they they created all the creature effects and stuff for the movie they sculpted all the heads i don't know dude uh at first i was gonna ask like did you do you think that they were trying to make this like a so bad it's good kind of movie or were they trying to really be scary or something but it seems pretty straightforward like they were definitely going for comedy in this I feel like yeah and it's it's hard to do this sort of thing on purpose and we we briefly watched like blooper reels and that kind of gave you a flavor of what the behind the scenes was like Mm -hmm. and the atmosphere on the set was like and it definitely seemed like people were laughing and having fun so I, I think that's a pretty safe bet that it was supposed to be funny and again, that's hard to do. It's hard to set out to make uh, a cult classic type of, you yeah. know, or so bad it's good type of movie. That's really hard to do on purpose. Um, Kia, do you think they succeeded at that? At making it so bad that it's good? Yeah, that type of thing. Um, I guess. I mean, it kind of reminds me of like a Ghoulies 2 mm-hmm. when they're at the the carnival. Sure. Because it's... It's not you don't you don't get the the feeling that it's supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. So, I do think they succeeded with that because I don't think it's I don't think an adult would be scared by this. A little person might be, but they're probably scared by most things. Now, do you mean um, dwarfs? Uh, uh, yes, a person no. person with dwarfism <laughs> would be. That's really it's presumptuous. Well, I, don't I call I call children little people. Oh. So. Wow. Oh. Anyway, cleared that up. Oh goodness! Yeah, we were getting a lot of a lot of angry emails. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think they succeeded in making like a fun movie, but nothing scary. Like Ghoulies Two yeah. isn't scary, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it, I don't think they were trying to be scary because the clowns were kind of silly and funny and making right. like cutesy noises and stuff. So, and all the kills are funny too. Yeah. There's not yeah. really a straight kill where they just like stab someone or something. It's all. Ties in with a circus and uh, the types of treats you get at the circus, or you know, there's like acid um, pies thrown at people, and yeah. uh, shadow puppets come to life and eat people, and you know, pretty pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, and, um, pretty clever too. Yeah. So for the most part, 
I think the shadow puppet kill was my favorite in the movie. Yeah. But um, when I picked this, I was kind of thinking like, oh, I'll pick something like so bad it's funny and we can like kind of joke about it. But it really wasn't so bad it was funny. It was just like, it was just kind of a comedy. Really. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a comedy. It's mm-hmm. a horror comedy or a comedy with some horror elements type right. of situation. Uh, low budget. So yeah. it has some of that charm sometimes. Yeah. I. What did you think of that? Are you? Did you like the charm of the low budget or... Were you kind of like, hey? For the most part, I did, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some of the acting was a little rough, even for mm-hmm. tongue-in-cheek. I mean, the brothers, the ice cream truck brothers, were pretty bad actors. Yeah. Calling all clowns, calling all clowns. This is JoJo. Are there any space clowns out there? <laughs> you guys, will you stop fooling around? Look, Mike, come on. Cocoons. Popcorn guns, monster shadows, woo. I mean, what do you think we are? Yeah, we're not as stupid as we look. This isn't the first wild thing you tried to put over on us. Look, no, you remember Hidden Lake? Uh-huh. Oh, come on, forget Hidden Lake. This has nothing to do with Hidden Lake. Oh, we would have to be total morons to believe this clown invasion yeah, crap. If there are killer clowns running around here, then I'm porky pig. But, I mean, I guess you could argue that they're natural, that they're kind of... Yeah. They probably aren't too many clicks away from who they really are, you know? Yeah. Uh, so... I mean, there's something to be said for that too. So, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really do a lot of research on this to see like what, um, you know, if there's any kind of trivia behind it or anything. Like, like I, I don't know if those two actors who played the ice cream guys were like friends of the Kyoto Brothers, and mm. they were like, "Hey, we gotta get our buddies in on this or something." Right. Be might be worth looking into. Uh, the, the, maybe they're supposed to be like stand-ins for those brothers, the creator. Oh, you know what I mean? Be, it's yeah. kind of like this is a scheme we ran back in the day. Yeah, and then and then they even kind of, you know. They, they kind of get what they want towards the end when with the. I forgot about this. Yeah, the 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 killer clowns that have the growing giant boobs. It's yeah. like you could tell there's just like balloons underneath the top. So all the heroes board the the mothership of the killer clowns, which looks like a circus tent, by the way. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and they get split up. So the ice cream truck brothers fall into a pit of uh, play balls or whatever, oh, you, yeah. know, you know, like, like Chuck E. Cheese style. And when they come out of it, there are two of the killer clowns sitting on the ledge of the the ball pool, but they're female killer clowns, mm-hmm. and their breasts uh, grow in, mm-hmm. uh, what's, in, inflate. Yeah, inflate. They inflate, and the brothers are not freaked out because, I mean, I don't know if we've really said this on the podcast yet, but the killer clowns look really weird. They look uh, yeah, malformed and yeah. they're kind of caricatures of people. I mean, they... Yeah, very cartoony uh, looking. Right. So very bulbous features and not human at all. But the brothers don't really care. They have big boobs, apparently. That's enough for Yeah, they them seem to... really excited when they see the killer clown ladies. Yeah. They're just like, whatever, they have boobs. Yeah. This and is going to be great. It cuts away to our other main heroes, the couple and the police officer. And then later, when the ice cream truck brothers come back into it, uh, they have like lipstick smears all over them. So it implies that yeah. they went to town. So. Yep. <laughs> and then they let them die. They let the, oh, yeah. the, the clowns that they just hooked up with die. Mm. Which, you know... I guess that's a uh, spoiler. Yeah. Wait, the clowns that they hooked up with die? Did they die? Wait, how did they, didn't the ship blow up or something? I can't I remember. I assumed all the killer clowns died <laughs> well, all of them. in the yeah, ship. Yeah. 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 But I mean, did the, the clowns that they were hooking up with, I wonder if they even tried to kill them. I don't think so. I think they just had their way with them and that was enough. And they were like, cool, we got what we wanted. 
Yeah. And we got our ice cream. No, I guess they didn't get their ice cream because the truck got left up there. Remember, they yeah. were like, we can't take, we got, you know. The, when you say they got what they wanted, truck. you mean the clowns or the guys? The guys. I meant the clowns. Like, did the clowns try to kill them? I or were they just, so. they just, that's it's, weird. It is weird. It, it doesn't make them At no sense. point during the movie were any clowns. Well, they were the, I'm assuming the male clowns were, had those balloons and they kidnapped the main girl. So maybe yeah, the male may, clowns, may right. maybe they're just there looking for love. They eat some people <laughs> and they abduct others for sexual acts. And the only one maybe. we saw them Makes abduct sense. was a girl. There are yeah. other balloons there, but we don't know yeah. if it was girl, women or men in those balloons. But right. It's hmm. weird. The female clowns may have been picking up some dudes. Yeah, maybe that's why they came to Earth, because <laughs> they were like, we have to find lovers. Mm. And the ones Maybe. that we don't love, we'll we just, just kill. kill them and then drink their blood with a crazy straw. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, the only real scheme that's truly revealed is that they're, again, they're capturing people, uh, putting them in cotton candy cocoons, and apparently that liquefies the people inside of them. And then they take straws and drink the liquefied remains. It's pretty gross. Um, I guess. I guess that's what's going on. Because there's, there's like a room that's like a chamber full of these cocoons of cotton candy. Like hundreds yeah. of them. Townspeople are inside of it. So, um, Yeah, even but like uh, even for the low budget, I really like the uh, the creature effects. And I thought mm -hmm. I, there's, you know, some very obvious matte paintings, but they're actually yeah. pretty pretty nice looking. Matte inside paintings. the ship, they're there, cool. there's several. They kind of harken back to like classic Star Wars era type yeah. stuff. Like kind of worse versions of that, obviously. Mm -hmm. But... And also, this is you know this movie was on Blu-ray, so it, I, I'm sure when they made it, they thought like, eh, no one will notice like yeah. how that this is a painting on VHS or whatever. But you know, cut to 2018, like 30 years later, it's like yeah. super crisp. <laughs> so it's very obvious. But again, I think it kind of like gives it some charm. I don't know, kind of fun. For sure, uh, and very colorful, like all the character <laughs> designs. Yeah. Because I noticed, uh, I think we may have mentioned this in the last episode, but the Blu-ray cover art for this mm -hmm. makes it look like it, like the killer clowns are all dark and dingy, and yeah. kind of very, you know, gritty looking. But in the actual movie, they're very bright and vibrant. You know, they yeah. have neon hair yeah. and uh, colorful costumes and stuff like that. This is a very neon '80s movie. It's not. Yeah. Uh, Pennywise from it, like sepia. What do they call it? Sep sepia tone. Yeah, like that type of thing, where it's all grainy and. Yeah, I think that uh, this Blu-ray cover was definitely trying to capitalize off the popularity of it. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, we, there's killer clowns in this. We'll just make it look like it, but it, it's nothing at all like that movie. <laughs> and I mean, this predates the basic subgenre of killer clown movies because I feel like that's kind of a small subgenre now, where mm -hmm. you know we have characters that are. Uh, you know, murderous clowns. I think that's become mm -hmm. in vogue the past like 20 years or so. So if you think of like Captain Spaulding from Devil's Rejects, and yeah. you know, we talked about uh, Terrifier with Art the Clown, uh, yeah. obviously it, Pennywise. Mm -hmm. So Insane Clown Posse. ICP. So. One of the trivias on IMDb said something about Insane Clown Posse. I think like referencing this movie or something in one of their songs. Hmm. Gotta be down with the clowns. Yeah, that's the thing is like watching this movie after it was done, I was like, I, I don't really have much to say about this. <laughs> kind of piggybacking on that, I mean, I think one of the reasons I, it was a little scattershot with 
the storyline because again we're introduced to all these different characters and you think they're going to be the main character but then they just go away for a long time and then we're introduced to a whole another set of characters yeah it's kind of like i don't feel like there's a true main character through the entire movie because again we're introduced to that young couple and they seem to be the main characters but then the police are kind of introduced as main characters yeah. and then the young couple kind of gets sidetracked it's like you go the male of this couple, you go there, do this, and the girl, you go take a shower, and I, as the police <laughs> officer, I'll do more investigating on my own, and then yeah. we'll cut back to the veteran officer at the station, and then after some hijinks with that, we'll go back to just the single male doing stuff, and then we'll see the girl taking a shower again, and you know what I mean? It just kind of felt like no one was really the main character. It does seem kind of weird that, like, after the boyfriend and the girlfriend... Um, they, at the very beginning, they go into the circus tent, which ends up being like the spaceship yeah. or whatever. It's weird that the cop picks them up or they go to the police station. They go to the police station and then the cop drives the girl home. And it's weird that the boyfriend just didn't stay with the girlfriend. Yeah. Because I feel like most movies it would have been the boyfriend stays with the girlfriend and then they have hijinks together. Well, yeah. I mean... I think, yeah, but basically what happened was, is for a while it becomes a buddy cop movie mm-hmm. with the police officer and the boyfriend. They become friends. Because we were, we were cracking jokes yeah. about how it seemed like they were kind of like into each other a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because they were very grabby with each other and, you know, uh, very passionate towards each other in certain parts. Um, but yeah, while, while that's happening, again, she's just off hanging out at her house. She's very casual, just taking a shower. Oh, that's over. Yeah. I'm going to relax. Yeah. Yeah, she's sort of not that freaked out that there's mm. killer clowns from outer space running around town. Yeah. She's she just seems like, well. freaked out because when she left the boyfriend, I forgot how they left or what she said, but it sounded like she was still freaked out, yeah. but she just wanted to like, I'm just going to take a shower. Well, But I'm, I am worried about what's going on. <laughs> I, I do think in all fairness to the filmmakers, a lot of this storyline we're picking apart are just excuses to um, interweave vignettes of right. the killer clowns doing hijinks. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really the main feature here is the, the killer clowns are killing people, you know, like gremlin style, yeah. basically. It's like gremlins where they just go to all these townspeople and kill them in funny, clever ways, and you're supposed to yeah. laugh at that. The storyline's very secondary to Yeah, I feel like it's like a, stuff. like a live-action cartoon. Like, I can easily see this be like an animated... Mm movie or something you know right. like it's uh it's uh, yeah like i say it's a lot of fun though it's um <clears throat> excuse me I, I did read somewhere that uh there's been talks of sequels for years and years and years mm-hmm. that they you know like in the 90s they were gonna do one never came came to be and here recently with all these movies getting reboots and remakes there was talk of doing a sequel and having like one of the male characters come back and kind of be like the crazy town guy that's like Doc Brown or something. Oh, like, yeah. You don't understand 30 years ago this happened, like that type of thing. Um, would you guys be on board for that? Would you watch A Killer Clowns Part 2 or The Next Generation? Or do you think this is kind of well enough alone? Um, yeah, I'd watch another one. I, w- I was actually wondering like what we what you would think if they re- just rebooted it and they're like, let's do an actual scary killer clowns. <laughs> like, I feel like that's kind of what people do nowadays. Like right, like with um, the Evil Dead remake. Right, make it hardcore. Yeah, like the original was all low budget, and they're like, let's do like let's make it really gory and scary. Like, I wouldn't like it if it's really gory, but. Well. Yeah, what about the scary? They try to make it... I mean, I guess that would be fine. It just doesn't seem like there's anyone that really 
does these types of horror movies anymore where it's like happy death day i feel like is the most recent one that i can think of where it was kind of funny and kind of you know scary funny yeah whereas most of the horror movies coming out it seems like they are really just trying to be super 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 scary and there's not really i don't know no one's really trying to you know do anything unique yeah i don't think I i'd be into like a really dark version of this movie yeah i think like like the silliness of it is part of the fun but i mean the irony is i mean obviously someone could do a clever take on that and remake it for a young audience that mm-hmm. maybe you know won't discover this or whatever but uh, the irony is if someone did make a gritty reboot i bet mm-hmm. it would do really well i bet yeah. a lot of people would be into it mm-hmm. that that aren't familiar with the original they would I be think like it, oh yeah i feel know? like it would be hard to make it not even unintentionally funny because if you're going to have them use their normal carnival things to kill people, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be funny. Like if you're going to have popcorn that right. chases people and turns into, <laughs> you know, man eating plants, how can that not be funny? So it'd be kind of, I think kind of be, be weird to be super serious about it. It would have to be like a, uh, oh, total overhaul. It would yeah. have to be almost so different that it's not even the same thing anymore, you know? Who would you get to direct it? The guy that did Happy Death Day because he did a good job with that. <laughs> get Scott um, Lobdell to, to write it. Or who did Mayhem? That was good. Uh, um, Joe Lynch. That was, that was, yeah. that's some humor to it. Yeah, that would be fun. Right? I mean, uh, also, I mean, <laughs> Like uh, someone like um, the guy that directed Krampus um, oh, yeah. in Trick or Treat, he That'd could probably cool. have fun with it. But he's big leagues now. I think he's mm-hmm. doing the new Godzilla movie and stuff like that. So yeah, pretty yeah. unlikely. I really wish he'd do that Trick or Treat too. Yeah. He announced that so long ago. <laughs> Maybe it'll happen after Godzilla. Maybe, Maybe. it's kind of like he does a really huge mainstream thing and they can go off then and do go back and be like, something hey, small. Yeah. do this thing I did. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could even, I mean, just from the cover of the Blu-ray, it almost looks like it could be a Rob Zombie movie, you know? Like For sure it does. Yeah, and that's so. that's what I'm saying, is I think uh, that version probably would do really well, honestly. Yeah. But I took a, a couple of notes. Yes. It's nothing important, but I was just took, I pointed out that um, there's only like two police officers, I guess, in this town, <laughs> and yeah. one of them's like an older guy yeah. who doesn't believe... Officer so Mooney. many people are calling into the police reporting right. these things are happening, and he doesn't believe anybody. He thinks everything is like a prank by college kids. Or, mm. so, or he's just super lazy, and he's using that as an excuse. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we did note, that he, or I noted, that he's smoking cigars and drinking yeah. whiskey, yeah. kind of his feet kicked back. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else did I note? But it, I, yeah, it, oh, by the way, but it is totally preposterous. I mean, because like, literally mm-hmm. we see... In the movie, like I don't know what half a dozen people call him, including police officers, and yeah, and and, and then the phones are just lighting up, and right. like, whatever, you guys aren't gonna fool me. Like, did he, he think the entire town got together and like let's fool this one guy? Right, like, they're trying to drive him off the force because he's <laughs> too like uh, it's a college town, and it's implied yeah. that he's maybe a little too militant mm-hmm. in a college town and getting upset yeah. with kids and all that stuff. And he's like, they're not gonna drum me out. Yeah. I'm staying. At the end of the movie, when all the police officers show up. Are those different police officers? They're not with the same state police. State police, okay. Yeah, yeah it's not I their was department. Where they all came from? Because that's what uh, the younger police officer that becomes like kind of the hero. 
he's saying, you know, we need to call the state police for backup. And okay. he does it at a certain point. Remember, he, he calls okay. them and they're yeah. like, you sound insane, but just calm down. We're going to we're gonna send people. And they do eventually. Oh, okay. it, it's sort of like in the Prowler. There's only like two police officers <laughs> in that town. Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought about the ice cream men. I thought, I know they were, I guess they were, they were supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. But I found them to be annoying because <laughs> they were just too old to be doing what they were doing. Um, like, I don't know if everyone in this movie is supposed to be a college kid because they all look like they're about 30. But the ice cream men looked like they were about 30, 35. But they were acting like they were 18. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, I guess that's supposed to be funny. But it's just, it's, it was just. Uh, a little annoying. 100% agree. I mean, because uh, the couple also in the movie, if not for them saying it was a college town, I would have been like, why are these 30-year-olds yeah. making out in their yeah. car on this yeah. lover's lane thing or whatever? Because she's really apparently strange. living in a house. So is she living with her parents? That's I why I was kind of, I was confused. I didn't yeah. know how old they were supposed to be. But um, but I assumed after they established the whole college being there that they were supposed to college be kids. roughly college kids. Yeah. Yeah. And the cops seem to be a very young, like, fresh out of the academy. They mention, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. So I think they're supposed to be, even though you're right, they look 30-ish. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be early 20s. But the ice cream truck guys, definitely. They definitely look like townies. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not in college. That's for fucking sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they look to be in their mid-30s, if not older. Uh, I you think know. it would have gone over better if they had just cast much younger people. Yeah. Then I would have bought that these kids are silly. They're just using ice cream truck to get girls. Could they literally say that? But I'm like, they're 35. I don't think... <laughs> I would hope 35-year-old but, men would be like, we need to get women. Let's Start driving an ice cream truck. I think that's kind of like... Yeah, like what demographic are you going for with an ice cream truck? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all fairness, they had a couple of ladies back they, there chowing they, down on some ice cream. It was working out so, somewhat. Um, <laughs> but they were like, what kind of ladies do you think we are? All like eating these popsicles. And it's like, well, you clearly And they were overweight. Like, yeah. oh, come on. I'm sure... Okay, whatever. Um, that's what they like, you know. And uh, what else did I say? Oh, the... Um, there's a part where Officer Mooney, that's the older disgruntled guy, is like um, being used as like a like a dummy by one of the clowns. Oh yeah. Don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. And I was like, was that an ins- an inspiration for Independence Day? I'm gonna say no. But you know what I'm talking about, though, right? The scene in Independence Day where the alien uses the guy yeah, kind of as data. Yeah. Yeah, Brent Spiner's yeah. character. Oh yeah. That, that, pan, it, that's yeah. what I thought of. I know there is much we can learn from each other if we can negotiate a truce. We can find a way to coexist. Can there be a peace between us? What is it you want us to do? I told. I told. It's probably not inspiration, but that's. Those are the only two movies I've seen that done in. So. And that was a pretty cool kill, by the way. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. the the younger officer walks in on the killer clown using Mm -hmm. his senior veteran officer (laughs) as like a dummy, ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. And he's used blood 
to paint in the Mooney's like cheeks and, and kind of lines give him, like, on his face. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Yeah, it's pretty neat and actually kind of a sinister moment. Like yeah. it actually kind of had a little gravitas or whatever. So yeah, I thought like uh, this movie had a lot of fun kills in it. Like yeah, they were, yeah. they're all very kind of clever and f- silly and fun. But the, yeah, that one in particular was really cool. Because then he like pulls his hand back and it's all bloody. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's had his hand up there somewhere. <laughs> Two more thoughts. One, this has a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's pretty impressive. How many reviews does That I don't know, Yeah. but still. And um, yeah, whenever, we, whenever I watch scary movies, I always wonder if there's someone the killer wouldn't kill. Mm. Like I've brought that up before. Like I always want to be the one person that the killer is like, you're I like cool. you. I'm not going to kill you. So I always, like, when we were watching The Terrifier yesterday, I was like, who would this guy not kill? And who would the clowns not kill? Because there's a scene where it looks like they're trying to lure out a little girl, and it's like, they would kill a girl? So obviously kids aren't off limits. I just wonder yeah. if there's someone they would come up, like, the female killer clowns didn't kill guys, so maybe they don't kill people of the opposite sex. That's possible. Maybe if someone was dressed as a clown. They would be off limits. We don't know that, though, but that's a good point. Mm. Kyoto Brothers, if you make a sequel, (laughs) put a scene in with a real clown, (laughs) just so we'll see what they do with it. Answer that question. Answer this. Answer this. One of the trivia also said that one of the the big uh, clown at the end Mm -hmm. that looks, I think they called it on on trivia like Clownzilla or something like that, that that was one of the Kyoto Brothers. Oh, wow. And that, that was a cool sequence, too. Was, like, at the end, there's, yeah. like, an uber clown that comes out to kind of... It was like creepy. A, yeah, kind of like the mother clown, I guess. Almost. Yeah, it's huge. What the hell is that? I don't want to play here anymore. Can we go home now? Get out of here, flood. Everyone out of the truck, come on! We can't, it's rented. <laughs> kind of attacks the heroes. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of listener questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one is from Instagram. It's from Film Can Productions. Does this movie make you question ever eating cotton candy ever again? No. This movie made me want to eat <laughs> cotton yeah, candy. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> they caught, it looked good. I was, yeah. like, when they were... Um, he goes, sometimes the cotton candy would be found in, like, cars, like, covering a body. Yeah, like cobwebs almost. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, so that actually, t- does it taste like cotton candy? That's what I was asking. Yeah, myself. I kept expecting him to, like, put it up to his mouth and eat it. I was just going, eat it. Come on, eat, it. <laughs> eat that shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I love cotton candy. <laughs> um, someone else uh, named, uh, I guess it's Jeremy Taylor, um, put R.I.P. Pooh Bear. Which that is a very Aww, sad moment yes. early on in so the movie. So dogs are not off limit. <laughs> um, yeah, like I know Jeremy Taylor. Is that th- that's someone you know? Yeah, personally. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, What's his deepest darkest secrets? We call him Jerome. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Jerome Taylor. Sorry, sir. <laughs> no, no, no. His, his name is Jeremy. It's just no. like a, a nickname. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. But no, I mean that that is worth noting in the very beginning. There's like an old timer that also sees the meteorite crash. Mm-hmm. And- Did you see that little sky jockey zip down in there, Pooh? 
he thinks, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out there. And, and you said it's the old timer from Ghoulies 2, yes, right? Yes, like plays a very similar character. One of the main characters yeah. in Ghoulies 2. Pooh Bear. Yeah. And he has a dog named Pooh Bear. And he's like, oh, yeah, come on, Pooh Bear. We're going to go out there. And we're going to get this meteorite. We're going to be millionaires. Haley's coming. And he's landed in our backyard. There's going to be thousands of people. Thousands of people are coming. They're going to have hot dogs. Our answers are, you know, our prayers have been answered. And he goes out there and uh, discovers the ship, and it looks again like a circus tent. And then he gets excited because yeah. he thinks it's the circuses in town. <laughs> well, I'll be greased and fried. What in blue blazes the circus doing up in these parts? I love the circus. Come on. Maybe we can get us some free passes. Come on, Pooh. Yeah. Oh, Pooh Bear, we're going to see the circus tonight. Oh, yeah. It's like I've and always he, wanted to go. I know, he's so sweet and innocent. And then they so Where are all the people? Yeah, it's like, where are the people? Where's the ticket booth? Oh, you know, he's so just, you know. <laughs> I've never seen one that looked like this one before. And then the port a portal opens up on the side, and Pooh Bear, the dog, like, stops. It's like, and then the... Uh, <laughs> the killer clown snags up, like with a little, you know, dog catcher yeah. net, snags up Pooh Bear. Do we know if they kill Pooh Bear, though? It's not shown, but I think it's implied that, I mean, what else are they going to do with Pooh Bear? They could put it in a balloon. Mm. Maybe they don't kill animals. Maybe but they just like you them. You just established that what happens to the ones in the balloons is they're mated with... I didn't really establish that. Bestiality y'all up in here. That's a hypothesis. Wow, Kia, you went no. there. Oh. I mean, you went there. It, that could be. We didn't see him in a balloon. I'm just saying, maybe they like dogs. Moving on, on Twitter, <laughs> we had a, I also asked the question, if uh, anyone has any questions for us about this movie, and uh, our friend Andrew J. Wright, at Drew, Dr. Drew Drew, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I'd like to know all of your favorite killer clowns from the movie. Mine's mm. Shorty. And Shorty is, a, you know, yeah. the, the little guy I with like the, Shorty too. the green he's, hair. He was kind of cute. Yeah. Like when the biker gang was like being mean to him, I was like, yeah. oh, no. You know, they picked up his tricycle and <laughs> smashed it. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Like for no reason. It's yeah. like, okay, all right. Like, <clears throat> okay, was, so okay. Kia liked Shorty. Like How Shorty. about you, Jeff? I was actually thinking about this during the movie. I was like, mm. um, the thing is, they're still like the main group of clowns, and then towards the end, when they're walking through the town and they're kind yeah. of like sucking people up in that thing, there's even more killer clowns. And I was like, oh, there's even more to choose from. Um, <laughs> that's something that's really cool about this movie too, by the way. Is yeah. There's a shit ton of these killer clowns. Yeah. It's not just five of them. It's like, yeah, oh, they look, yeah. they all look really fun and cool. Yeah. Um, Shorty is really great. Um, I don't know the one that um, that that kills the police officer and uses him as a puppet. I think right. he looks really cool, yeah. too. Because he's also the one that's like being creepy with the kid and is like, come outside. I'm going right. to bop you on the head with this <laughs> mallet. Mm. What about you? Um, I actually, I think my favorite is the balloon dog that they oh. make to like sniff people out. They yeah. have like a bloodhound that's like a balloon dog or whatever. Yeah. I think that's my favorite like killer crown, clown. I guess it's like more like a tool they use, but... I don't know. I just like the idea that they like put together a balloon animal and it's all like sentient and like yeah. mm. runs after you know someone they're trying to track down. I thought it was kind of cool. Well, Trick or Treat Studios has made uh, masks of all the well, not all of them, but some of the killer clown characters. Oh. And I was also thinking that during the movie, like, oh, it'd be kind of fun to try to collect all those. Yeah, because mm. they just look really neat. 
You know, some people go as like groups uh, in Halloween. Like oh, everybody boy. would dress in like gorilla costumes or, yeah. so, or Ghostbusters or whatever. Not, that would be creepy. That would be a pretty fun one, though. And they're got, walking like, all slow. Yeah. <laughs> You're all killer clowns from outer space style. That'd be yeah. fun. They made me think of Teletubbies. Like if Teletubbies were like really Yeah, they didn't really move like evil. Teletubbies. Yeah. And some of them were kind of shaped. They were very <laughs> um, pear-shaped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I meant to ask a question, but I forgot. I was going to ask, like, what we thought their planet might look like. <laughs> what do you think it would look like? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, like, a big fun house. Ooh. Or, because that would be fun, but probably also scary. Mm. But, uh, well, it wouldn't be scary to the clowns. Yeah. It'd be like their, uh, <laughs> their government buildings and stuff would probably look like circus tents. Yeah. And then like their houses would look like little fun houses. That mm-hmm. would be the sequel. We go back say, to their place. Someone hitches a ride. It's yeah. like, For some reason, someone goes yeah. back with them. It's almost like a parody of, of Predators. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But people are like dropped in on the <laughs> killer clown planet. You know how at the, end of the movie, at the end of the movie they drop like a pie on them? Right. Maybe somehow they got transported up into the space. Oh, the spaceship blew up. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> a new movie takes place right. on their planet. We don't even know what it's called. So we're in agreement. It would just look like a big... Oh, gosh. <laughs> it would just look like a big like fun house. I would think yeah. so. The skies are like pink. Cotton uh, candy clouds. Yeah. Everything, yeah. It would, it would look like a, a wonderful land, but horrible things are actually happening. But. Sounds like a magical place. That is scary. You think they have like different um, regions and like maybe they have an equivalent to Texas and there's like rodeo clowns there. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That type of thing. Like, you go to the grocery store and it's like humans are chopped up and stuff Ew. and they get them out in those little packages. Ooh. Ooh, you need to, uh, and they, we need to like send this to the, uh, <laughs> to the guys. Yeah. And next like, time. They've had 30 fucking years to think about this. Yeah. So I'm, sure yeah. I'm going to, next time I see him at Monster Palooza, I'll be like, Hey guys, I got a great idea. <laughs> Killer Clown Planet. <laughs> oh, we never heard this one before, guy. Oh, God, every year somebody comes up. <laughs> do we want to wrap it up? Uh, do you guys recommend this one? Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun movie. Yeah. Um, I think I would, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about a letter grade? Hmm. That's a tough one, because you kind of, I feel one. like you've got to sort of be in the right mood to watch it. Yeah. Um, like if you're in a mood for a scary movie, this is definitely not the one for you, <laughs> mm. but... Yeah. You know, it's a fun one to watch with your friends, and it's just—it's silly. You know, I would give it a if you're in that kind of mood, I'll give it a B plus. B plus. Hmm. I was kind of torn between a D plus and like a C or something. Wow. So I'll split the difference and give it a C minus. C minus. So, still, I would still recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I. That's actually lower than I thought you were going to give it. Well, you seem to like it. You don't know me as well as you think you do. <laughs> I did. I did. I did like it. A C minus isn't bad. It's below That's average. Passing. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't own it. Right. But I would be like, I would recommend it to someone and say, yeah, it's fun to watch. If you're having a sleepover, you rent Killer Clowns. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. keep you up at night or anything like that. I mean, I definitely think it's like okay, if you're in the mood for something like Gremlins. But you've seen Gremlins 100,000 times. You mm-hmm. want something a little bit different and you haven't seen Killer Clowns. I think that would totally be like a good kind of proxy, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a rough equivalent, you know, in tone and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would give it, uh, I, I think B minus is appropriate. Yeah. So, 
So not bad. Yeah. So your Jeff's grade, my grade, and your grade probably comes out to a B. Yeah, around in there. All right. Well, that about wraps it up, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig. And, and we, we just reviewed Killer Clowns from, from Outer Space. It is time once again for... Hi, welcome back. We're going to do a little bit of uh, half-ass horror trivia. I'm Craig, your host. With us today is Jeff. Great to be here. (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. And Kia, the returning champion. Hello. Now, uh, I want to stipulate that uh, we've just had a very large major tournament, and this is just going to be an exhibition match. So nothing is on the line here. This is just for fun. Pride. And for the listening audience. Do you have any guesses about what this quiz is going to be about? Killer clowns. clowns Half-ass horror trivia. Scary clowns scare me. Question one. What is the clinical term for a fear of clowns? Jeff. Yes. Clownophobia. Incorrect. Oh, I know this now. Oh, <laughs> Shit, I already answered. Kia, I know, do you have a guess? I know the answer. Um, can I have a multiple choice? Yes. I know it. No, no, no. Can I just say it? No, shit. I know this. I know it. I know it. I know it. Okay. This go. is the most passionate Jeff has <laughs> ever been. <laughs> because it was in my favorite episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I might be uh, mispronouncing all these, so just bear with me. Chlorophobia. Bozophobia. Stultophobia. Leprophobia. I'm trying to read just <laughs> facial reactions. Kia, do you have a guess? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, leprophobia? Incorrect. Damn it. It was the third one, wasn't it? It's incorrect. Bozophobia. It's really bozophobia? Incorrect. Oh. It's not. No. That's what they lied to me on Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> The clinical term is chlorophobia, oh. which I might be mispronouncing that, but it's the it's a Greek re- root word for stilts, apparently. Oh, so, I thought it was like fear of chlorine or something. No, definitely it definitely sounds like a red herring there. But I'll send I'll send you the audio clip from that that you can bozophobia. It's like uh, it's called bozophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just knew it sounded better, you know, for yeah. a show. Have you like shared this with people over the years? Like, you know what? If you're scared of clowns, that's bozophobia. No, but it's from Tell my you favorite doctor. episode. Uh, it's called <laughs> Laughing in the Dark. That would have been awesome if I let you uh, answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're like, can I please just answer? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. Bozophobia. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which of these American icons is modeled after a clown? A. Rosie the Riveter. B, Statue of Liberty. C, Uncle Sam. D, Paul Bunyan. Kia. Yes, Kia. Uncle Sam. That's correct. Uncle Sam is modeled after actor slash clown Dan Rice. He was prolific right before the Civil War. What is a group of clowns called? Any guesses? 
I do have a guess, but I know it's not. Kia, yes. what the hell? Circus. Incorrect. <laughs> Good guess. I liked it. A group of clowns, Jeff. Any guesses? I'll need the multiple choice. A, a clown alley. B, a murder of clowns. C, a clown troop. D, clown town. Oh, that's easy. I'll say clown troop. Incorrect. Oh. Well, Miss Easy, do you have a guess? <laughs> Miss Easy. <laughs> I mean, no, I already went. But I would say, is it like a murder of clowns? No. Oh, that's funny. It's Clown Alley. Wow. That comes from a term of like they used to set up like a little tent, and that's where the clowns would change and stuff like that, and they would call it right. Clown Alley, and then wow. kind of evolved into just a group of clowns. Interesting. I know a lot about clowns now, guys. <laughs> what color is considered bad luck to a clown to paint his face with? Anything other than white? I need you to say your <laughs> oh. name before you guess. I was just thinking out loud. No, that's not allowed. Jeff. Yes. Purple. Close, but incorrect. It's close. Um, blue. That's correct, but Kia, you did not say your name before. What? I don't have to. No We've points. already buzzed. No points. Uh, two points. Uh, there's a theory that it's actually because back in the day, blue paint was like really expensive. So they just like said like, oh, it's bad luck to use blue paint. <laughs> uh, what is the preferred drink of Juggalos? Jeff. <laughs> yes, Jeff. That would be... <laughs> oh, man. I, know, I, I was about to say Shasta, but I don't think that's right. Three. Huh. No, hang on. Two. I know this one. I know this one. It's not Shasta, one. though. It's one. No, do you have a guess real oh, quick? Um, <laughs> I forgot the name of it. I'm drawing a blank. It's not Shasta, though. I don't think. Incorrect. Kia? Is it, I'm just going by, based on... Is it Fanta? Incorrect. Okay. You're both fucking wrong. Let me think about this for a second, because I think I, I can get this. No, it's... Uh, it's like a brand... Awesome. Sunkissed. <laughs> uh, I just got one the other day. There's like a, a cotton candy flavor. Ooh. Um, Fruit punch. Give me the first letter. F. Far Fago. Yes, yeah. correct. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Fago, the preferred drink of Juggalos. Moving on. Who was the original Ronald McDonald? Jeff. Yes. Wilford, no, no, Willard Scott. <laughs> wow, excellent, yes. I True. said Wilford Brimley, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the John, oh, excuse me, what was John Wayne Gacy's clown name? Mm. Oh, I have an idea, but I don't want to say it. I only need the options. Options. Okay. A, Pogo. B, Buddy. C, Flick. D, Flock. Kia. God, Check. is it Buddy? Incorrect. Jeff. Damn it. A. What is Pogo. A? <laughs> yes. Damn it. Correct. I was torn between those two. Pogo was his name. You son of a bitch. Which of the following actors have never played a murderous clown? A. John Leguizamo. B. Lon Chaney Sr. C. Jack Nicholson. D. Michael Emerson. Jeff. Yes. 
Lon Chaney Sr. Correct. Yeah! Yes. Who's, who's Michael Emerson? He's the guy from Lost that played like one of the heavy bad guys. Oh. And he was in that Person of Interest show. Oh. He was the voice of Joker in a cartoon. Oh. Uh, yeah, Lon Chaney like, famously played a clown in a movie, but he wasn't murderous. So <laughs> I was kind of hoping that would trip somebody up. How do up. you know he wasn't murderous? Maybe they just didn't show that part in the movie. That could very well be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. This is a special question, guys. You just have to guess, okay? There's no options. It's strictly a guess, okay? Okay. Pound Foolish is the opposite of what killer clown name? Pound Foolish. What? Foolish. Pound Foolish. Is the what? opposite of a killer yes. clown name? Yes. A killer clown name is the opposite of Pound Foolish. Very famous killer clown. In real life? Uh, Pennywise? Correct. Oh my Pound god. Foolish shut up. Equals Pennywise. Oh, shut up. Should be Dollar Foolish. <laughs> as a, as a uh, little sidebar for all you trivia nuts out there, that's uh, Pound Foolish. Where, uh, <laughs> that's, what, uh, that's what it was uh, shipped in. That was the container it was labeled with when it went to theaters. Oh. It's pound foolish. Interesting. What famous comedian was cast as an extra in It 2017 due to his intense love of the novel? What famous comedian was cast as an extra in It? He loved the novel. <laughs> I don't know. I'll need some options. Options. Oh, no guesses? Very well. A, Chris Rock. B, Pete Holmes. C, John Oliver. D. Kathy Griffin. Uh, Jeff. Yes, Pete, Jeff. Pete Holmes. Incorrect. <laughs> Kia, do you have a guess? I feel like John Oliver would have mentioned that on his show. And who's the for Chris Rock? I feel, I feel like I would have noticed him. I the other option say, was Kathy Griffin. Yeah, I'm gonna say Kathy Griffin. Incorrect. It's John Oliver. He Moving never on. mentioned that. What? Which Rugrats character is afraid of clowns? Kia. Yes. Chucky. Correct. He's afraid of everything. John, uh -uh. The first known court jester appeared in what country? Any guesses? Jeff. Yes. England. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said it so regally. England. Um, um, options? Yes. A. Germany. B. England. <laughs> C. China. D. Egypt. Egypt. Correct. The first known court fool was a pygmy presiding at the court of the pharaoh Dehadrazah <laughs> during Egypt's fifth dynasty, which is BC 2388. I missed it. What was his name again? Jidarkeri <laughs> Asasa. I mean, like, you would have to be a professor of Egyptian <laughs> studies. Okay, what is the titular character in the Edgar Allan Poe tell about a murderous dwarf clown? What is the titular character in this Edgar Allan Poe tell about a murderous dwarf clown? I'm not that familiar with Edgar Allan Poe. So. Do you need the names? Yes. Yes. Here are I the do. options: A. Tattletale. B. Hopfrog. C. <laughs> Donovan Bruce. D. Pepe. Kia. Jeff. I think that was definitely Kia. 
Donovan Bruce. Incorrect. Jeff. Yes. Tattletale. Incorrect. Buck. Pepe. It was Hop Frog. Oh. What, what is Donovan Bruce? What is that? That sounds it's familiar. Just, it's just a name I made up a long time <laughs> ago that I use all over and over again. <laughs> I use it as like characters and stories and just odd things. Maybe that's yeah, yeah. So I was so sure. It's it's like a throwaway. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Okay, how much does the average rodeo clown make a year? Jeff. Yes. Thirty thousand. Incorrect. Um, guesses or options. Okay. A fifty one thousand. B thirty three thousand, C seventy six thousand, D twenty four thousand. A rodeo clown. Those are the ones that like are in the rings with the bulls and stuff. Yeah, kind of distract the bulls so that uh, the rodeo it's cowboys dangerous. can get away. I'm gonna say the fifty number. You're correct. It's fifty one thousand. Yeah. Damn, I should be yeah. a rodeo clown. <laughs> okay, so the last question is going to be uh, our poll. So our listeners... Uh, this, put, by the way, this game is off by one point. <laughs> so yeah, our listeners are going to decide the oh. winner here. So oh. I put it out there. Favorite scary clown. The options voted on by our listeners were Twisty from American Horror Story, Pennywise from It, Art the Clown from Terrifier, and Captain Spaulding. Jeff. Yes, Jeff. Captain Spaulding... Is that what we're supposed to do? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what we're supposed to do. Okay. Don't act like you didn't understand it. I didn't. Incorrect, Jeff. Although he did get 31%. Well, then I can just guess because yes. the points are mine. I would I would lean towards Pennywise, but I'm going to say uh, Twisty. Incorrect. Oh. Twisty got 14% of the vote. Pennywise overwhelmingly won 52%. Oh, I figured, but I thought... Yeah. Art only got 3%. That surprised me because it's on Netflix and it's gotten a lot of buzz, Terrifier. So I thought a few more people would vote I'm not him. that scared of Pennywise. I mean, I, it seems like he's the go-to person, yeah. but I mean... Well, I did word it favorite, not oh, favorite. scariest. Okay. I just put favorite scary clown. and Everyone picked Pennywise overwhelmingly. Sorry, Charlie. So, Kia, you came out on top? Yes, the score is 8 to 7. Wow. Very close. Mm. Jeff fought like a champion, but he fell like a chump. <laughs> Thanks if for giving. If only I could have remembered Fago. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I just drank a Fago and I forgot. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Keep busting. Keep slamming the evil. Keep doing all that fucking shit, all right? Keep farting. Oh. <laughs> Something we're trying to do at the end of the traditional review is to give recs that are kind of in the same vein or maybe have something in common with the movie we've talked about. So in this case, we talked about Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is obviously about clowns and it's kind of a silly horror comedy, that sort of thing. So Kia, do you have a recommendation that a listener might be able to sink their teeth into if they enjoyed killer clowns from outer space well or is there something you've seen recently that we may not cover on the show that maybe you would recommend well first i want to mention the safe route 
and the, I think the first movie that comes to most people's minds when they think of clowns, and that's it. Right. So I've never seen the original one. So the miniseries. The miniseries. Yeah. So I can only recommend the remake, which I'm sure everyone has seen, and it's I really like it. Um, and a movie Craig and I watched last night called Terrifier. What if that guy did this to your car? <laughs> what guy? The clown? Do you really think someone slashed my tires? Well, he knows this is your car. He saw us getting into it earlier. Hey, handsome! Cut it out. My friend wants your Don't number. Kill you. What is a terror? Dawn and I are sort of stranded. She has a flat tire and no spare, and I was kind of hoping you could pick us up. We are not safe here. This guy is armed, and he's a total maniac. With um, a, a killer clown in, in it called Art the Clown. Yeah. Um, which, uh, this is a new movie. This came out earlier yes. this year, 2018, and it's available to stream on Netflix now. So mm -hmm. if you have Netflix, it's a pretty good one to easily access. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, low budget, low stakes, and it's, um, I recommend it with a big asterisk. So. Yeah, I mean, I think a trigger warning, I know that yeah. sounds really silly, but, um, especially on a horror podcast, but if you uh, have a distaste of gratuitous violence against women for instance this may not be the movie for you and if you like are a little turned off by gratuitous gore um, because Kia and I were talking about it earlier it's not in the vein of say Hatchet where the gore is kind of tongue-in-cheek and it's silly and it's almost like laughable um, this is done kind of seriously yeah and the violence is kind of kind of a turnoff for me I, I didn't really care for that part of it um. Yeah, and we had um, someone comment, I think, on one of our YouTube videos that they liked that we kind of... It was an iTunes review. An iTunes review kind yeah. of showed them that horror movies, it, it wasn't all just gore and everything. So that's why I put an asterisk by this, because I'm not a gore person, too. I don't find gore to be scary. It's just disgusting, and I think it's... I don't really like a movie that's just like, we're just trying to gross you out for the purpose of grossing you out. Like, I don't find that scary. But the clown in this movie was so terrifying. Like, when he was just being creepy by himself, he was extremely effective. And that's why I recommend it. Just, I mean, I feel like a lot of scary movies you see, nothing really sits with you that much. But um, the the guy that does the clown in this art, the clown, he... That's what he, I, his, his actor's name is David Howard Thornton. That's what I was looking up. Yeah. And he has training as a mime. And so this clown is very mimish. And he also mentioning Buffy. He also kind of reminded me of the gentleman and, um, another creature that was in a, a later Buffy episode. Um, so he wasn't your typical clown. He was, he was like a mime mainly. And, yeah. but he was so effective. So I would definitely recommend it if you want to be scared by, I don't know, just a character, but not scared by what he does. Yeah, it's 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 a real shame to me, and I know other people have really appreciated the violence, so I guess, you know, there's an audience for it, but for me, it's a real shame that he gives such a strong performance and does so much, like you said, to scare the viewer without 
explicit violence. Yeah. You know, it's his mannerisms. It's how he's threatening in other ways. Because um, honestly, there's a scene very early on where Art kind of terrorizes a little pizza diner, and there's a couple of patrons there, patrons there that he kind of harasses, almost like you know, kind of like a scuzzy guy would. Um, and that to me was scarier than yeah. any of like the gratuitous. I mean, there, there's scenes where people are eviscerated and everything, and this was him just harassing them was way scarier to me yeah. than any of the violence. I mean, so. yeah. Cause as soon as he starts killing people, it just goes, oh, okay, well that, that's just gross. It's right. not scary anymore. But when he's just walking around, yeah, not doing anything, it's terrifying. So, and it's, it's pretty well directed too. I mean, I think the acting is pretty good. And again, that performance is amazing. Um, and the atmosphere is nice. So to me, and maybe I just don't really understand what they were going for. Cause I think Kia mentioned, uh, some reviewers were saying like an 80s kind of throwback type of thing. Yeah, and I didn't get that I didn't at all. Either. Just because yeah. when I think of 80s throwback, I don't think of gore. Right. Like they very rarely show, from what I remember of 80s slasher, slasher flicks, they, you know, it's obvious someone's being killed in a horrible way, but you're not literally watching someone's head get sawed off. Like yeah. that's just unnecessary and some of the violence reminded me of like more like uh, rob zombie the halloween remake and devil's rejects that sort of thing um which again i know there's a big audience for it so i'm not trying to trash you if you like that stuff but for me that's not as effective sometimes as Im implied violence so yeah i think i think that's a it's a good recommendation if you again if you go in with that caveat of uh you know, know what you're in store for. And again, especially if you don't like violence against women, because there's some, there's a couple of scenes in here that I think went too far, honestly. I mean, I know I sound like a limp-wristed liber <laughs> liberal or whatever, but it just turned me off big time. Like I was really enjoying the movie in a lot of ways. And that's, there's a scene that comes into it where I'm just like, eh, this is like, yeah. I can't tell if they're trying to be funny or if they're trying to be so violent that it's shocking or, but it was just a turn off. It didn't shock me. I was just kind of like, ugh, like really we went here. Yeah. So, but, uh, David Howard Thornton was really good in it and I look forward to anything else, uh, he kind of gets involved in, especially if it's kind of like Doug Jones style where mm -hmm. he maybe plays yeah. like characters that use their bodies. He's you very know. good at it. Yeah. Very good at it. So that was cool. That was a cool discovery. So yeah, I guess that's, uh, it. <laughs> and uh, Terrifier are kind of the go hand in hand with killer clowns from outer space. You could have an all night marathon <laughs> of murderous clowns. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Thanks. Hope you like that, Mark. It came for him. It waited all this time and it came for him. Hey, come on. You can't believe that voodoo. Sharks don't commit murder, they don't pick out a person. Your brother's it's dead, your father's dead. Hi, this is Lance Guest, and you're listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. We got a big fish down here, man. Oh, yeah? How big? All right, we like to end every episode with a little segment we call What's Making Us Scared. I ripped it off mercilessly from the Pop Culture Happy Hour, where they end every episode with What's Making Us Happy. Jeff, yes. what's making you scared? What's making me scared is uh, we went to Mask Fest slash Horror Hound Weekend. Horror Hound Weekend! Last Sunday. And um, we got to see the Michael Myers mask from the new movie, screen-used version. Oh. That was pretty cool. A lot of fun stuff. Cool. We got to see Dr. Lady, who does all yeah. the mask reviews on YouTube. Uh, 
It's good to see him again. What were some other highlights of it? Well, I don't know if the video will drop before the podcast will. But you know what? If someone listens to this and they get all the way to this moment, they can know I met the originator of Slam Evil, Mr. Billy Zane. He kept slamming that evil right to my face. Yeah. And uh, we took a little picture together, exchanged some words, and he said he liked my energy. He did. Uh, yeah, it was funny because, you know, we, we actually made a video of it instead of taking a f- still photo. And then <laughs> I, I turned it off, and right as I lowered the, right as, right as I turned it off, he started laughing. He was like, oh, that was great. Great energy. Like, it was just yeah, like, it, was, it, did, <laughs> it was a real charge. It was, yeah. fun, it was really cool. Yeah, he, was, he, he seemed to really like that. It was pretty cool. And in that same video behind him is Lisa Zane, his sister, his sister yeah. who is also Freddy Krueger's daughter. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then um, we also met the the guy who, uh, I don't know if he's like the creator of the Mad Balls, but he designed a lot of them. I think he did the modern ones. Yeah, oh, okay. the, the new reissues and stuff. Man, that dude was super nice. Yeah. Like he, he seemed really interested in our podcast and everything, so mm-hmm. hopefully you're listening now. Oh yeah! Was, you know, Didn't yeah. you get a retweet or response from the guy that created Madballs on Twitter? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. He just liked something that I. Yeah, but I he was like the the creator, though, right? No, actually, you know what you're thinking of is Boglins. Boglins. The guy that right, created okay, Boglins liked uh, yeah, his liked several of my posts or whatever. Oh, but, cool. Yeah. yeah I'm um, trying to think. Uh, there was some other. We we also got a soundbite, which it might be in this episode oh, yeah. from Lance Guest, who is the star yeah. of Jaws: The Revenge. Yes, and that was moderately uh, awkward because, yeah. uh, in retrospect, I probably should have paid to get his autograph or talk yeah. to him, but I just kind of balls out, went up to him and said, "Hey, we do a podcast. Do you mind doing a little soundbite?" Because yeah. he, he at the moment he didn't have anyone at his table, so mm-hmm. I felt kind of comfortable just. Cutting in, but I don't know if that kind of like yeah, I mean, rubbed them the wrong way or whatever. But and no one else we've asked to do that. We we haven't like given them money or anything. Right. But I think like when I when I approached uh, Danielle Harris, yeah. my friend and I were like, uh, "Hey, how much would you charge to do this?" And she's like, "Ah, I'll just do it." Yeah. And so, but maybe if we had prefaced it with that or something, I don't know. But like he, um, <laughs> <laughs> we even gave him the business card that had our our podcast listed on it and as soon as he said it he just handed it right back to us we're like oh, oh yeah okay, you're, you're definitely not gonna ever listen to it like <laughs> um <laughs> which maybe that's a good thing after our jaws review yeah, but, yeah. um but i mean he was still yeah. a good a good enough sport to give us a soundbite yeah, yeah. and everything and he, he yeah, wasn't he was, like outwardly rude he just wasn't yeah. enthusiastic so yeah you know. he wasn't like a jerk or anything he, yeah. he seemed like a nice guy to me yeah so. uh we also saw uh, our friends from the black mask uh Company, oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Marty McEwen. Yeah. And Stevie, or uh, Steve Pearson. Yeah. Uh, uh, really cool guys. They yeah. had a lot of really great artwork and mask. They Marty keeps doing these really cool, like, I, he has these great ideas for different uh, unique items that he sells. Like, he did, like, uh, Halloween decorations this year. They're, like, die cut. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of, like, takeoffs of, like, classic... Halloween decorations, yeah. but he did like Michael Myers and Chucky and stuff. So. I think he did uh, Sam from Trick or Treat yeah. as well. Yeah, and then um, we also I met him. Uh, this guy who does I've been following him on Instagram for a long time. Uh, he goes by the name Beast Wreck on right on Instagram. It's a Beast B E A S T W R E C K, and he's an amazing artist. And um, 
yeah, I don't know. It was just cool to like. I was like, hey, we finally got to meet this guy. He's, yeah. his we picked up some is incredible. Yeah, like I've gotten a couple of his shirts. I have the the Muppets one that looks like the Misfits, but oh, it's yeah. kind of like a Muppet head instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you picked up some of his stickers and stuff like that. Like yeah. you got like a little set of stickers. Um, but yeah, I mean. And, and I think, you know, we'll talk about in the video, uh, if you guys follow us on our YouTube channel, but uh, we went on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a lot uh, less busy and mm-hmm. a lot more laid back, but Mass Fest and Horror Hound Weekend, I guess, has just blown up. Yeah. Because on a Sunday, it was still just slammed. I mean, yeah. there were so many people there. Yeah, it was way busier on a Sunday this year than it was on Saturday last year. Yeah. Like it, it was just insane. Like I, it was in a different hotel too, which I think we should probably mention because like it was like downtown style. This time. Yeah, it was like yeah. right in the middle of like Indianapolis, and there was this huge Marriott downtown. And you know, in previous years, it was in a smaller hotel, and yeah, it was a little more cozy. And I don't know, it's 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 blown up, yeah. like you said. I mean, so. and it was still a cool trip, but I just. I'm not built for that. Like when it's just that many people and stuff, it's hard for me to like, it takes a long time for me to come around and be like, I'm comfortable here. Mm. It's pretty much the whole time. I was just like, Oh God, suck it up, suck it up. You know what I mean? Like I was really uncomfortable most of the time there. So you're definitely like bumping into people and I just felt like I could never look at anything. That's my problem with it is I always feel like I'm in someone's way Mm -hmm. when all I want to do is stand and look at the vendors and kind of figure out what's there. But there's always kind of someone like over your shoulder and someone kind of pushing you gradually out of the way. So I just, you know, I'm not competitive enough (laughs) to to look at stuff sometimes. So yeah, it was definitely, it felt like I was saying to you when we were there, it was like the, the Midwest monster palooza. Right. Cause I mean, it's as big as monster palooza was, but even that, just it, it, it felt so just kind of like busy and crowded. Claustrophobic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't really get a chance to talk to all the people I wanted to talk to, at least not as much as I wanted to. Because like you were saying, you feel like you're kind of like, eh, we're getting rushed out of here because mm-hmm. there's other people coming up wanting to mm-hmm. talk and buy things. So. But, it, you know. I mean, right. Now we're making it sound like we had a terrible time. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was still really cool, but <laughs> yeah. it was just... It was different than the previous year, and I'm sure yeah. for the past years for you. So, mm-hmm. the picture that you sent me of the goat from, oh, yeah. yeah, the witch, yeah, that was just that. That was never used in the movie, right? That was just. I can only assume it was some kind of like artistic interpretation. Artistic. Yeah, I think it was just a sculpture. Yeah, like some, somebody made. It was really cool, and they had another one of Bela Lugosi there, which I assume was the same company that are designing these, you know, uh, standees or whatever. Um, <laughs> Okay. Cool stuff. Cool. All right. So that's yeah. that was mine. Who's, who's next? <laughs> and look for that video, guys. It'll it'll be up soonish. My what my what's making me scared? Um, Cause last last time my what's making me scared is that the Buffy comics were ending, and this time what's making me scared is that they're rebooting it or something. Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show reboot. Yes, with like. I guess the main slayer is, it's going to be supposed to be more diverse. It's being led by like a black woman and Joss Whedon together, I guess. The showrunner is a black woman. The showrunner is a black yeah. woman, but Joss Whedon is also involved somehow, right? Somehow, yeah. And, um, and like the main slayer is also supposed to be a black woman, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I am a black woman, so I should be totally okay with this. 
And I am, but I think the lady has come out. I can't, I don't know her name. The one that's doing the showrunner. I think yeah. she said like Buffy for her is kind of like her. Did she say it's kind of like her Star Trek or her Star Wars? Star Wars is what you told me. It's like her Star Wars. Something she grew up with. or So, so she should be very respectful of it. And she made it sound like this new version is not going to be a new Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's going to be another slayer in this universe. Yeah. And that's that's fine. But I would I would not like them to just reboot Sorry. <laughs> reboot Buffy the Vampire Slayer and recast the original characters. I wouldn't like that at all. So if it's like this is another slayer in this universe and they talk talk among among themselves and they're like, "Oh, you guys remember what happened in Sunnydale?" That's fine. But just don't mess up like the original stuff cuz that would just that's unnecessary, and that would be annoying. Her, her name is Monica Owosu-Breen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing... I, I, I thought, got a picture of your face just then. That was funny. <laughs> Kia's face. So one thing I thought was really interesting about your ideas about this, Kia, is how they parallel Star Wars a little bit. And I kind of thought Jeff might have a few comments about this. Because basically what you're telling us is that you're okay with them continuing the universe but maybe not incorporating Buffy or as long as they don't reboot it in terms of like remaking it. Yeah. Like the main okay girl it. is literally Buffy Summers. Like you don't want that. No. Yeah. Cause there is, a, there is already a Buffy Summers. Just right. do the way Buffy ended. So there are so many new slayers that can come. So just let it be a whole different group and they can just mention, Hey, remember Sunnydale? We've heard about Sunnydale, stuff like that. Yeah. But just don't touch that original story. Cause I, I feel like that would be, like a slap in the face to those of us who spent seven years watching it. See, because I... I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> no, no, and I, and, I, and I... But just for the sake of the podcast, I just kind of wonder... Because that's what they did with Star Wars. They basically yeah. made it where there's a new group of characters and they know of the past that's happened and the exploits of the heroes from the past group. And then when the... Inevitably, when the old heroes get brought up in the new Star Wars films... films they're kind of underutilized or, in some cases, uh, defanged, right? Like Luke yeah. Skywalker being a really prime example. Like he is, they just really kind of changed the core of his characters for the new movies. Um, so, Jeff, I didn't know how you felt. Like, it, you know, the idea that, because uh, in a way, in a weird way, I would almost rather, like I'm a big Buffy fan, obviously. In a weird way, I would almost rather it be a remake. And it just falls on its face, and that's the end of it, rather than yeah. a continuation. Because a continuation, I feel like, leaves the door open for them to bring in Sarah Michelle Gellar and her to be, like, you know, uh, playing, like, a beleaguered 45-year-old slayer that's like, <laughs> I don't want to do this no more, you know? You know what I mean? Like, and I don't want to see that. these damn vampires. Yeah, like, uh, and, like, that could be done well, I mean, in all fairness, but, like, in a way... Just seeing what happened with Luke Skywalker and mm -hmm. seeing all that stuff, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm okay with just some but other group of people gets to do their own thing with it, and it's not for me, you know? But I never I never got, like, super into Buffy, but I would think that Joss Whedon would, wouldn't do that, though. I would mm. think not. Because, like, uh, I think that was, like, the biggest complaint was, what's the, the director's name from the last Star Wars movie, the... Last Ryan Jedi. Johnson. Yeah, like, Ryan Johnson. I feel like a lot of people's complaints were more about, like, his decisions. Yeah. And I feel like... You know, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon has made some 
he knows that he knows that world pretty well. I mean, obviously, he's yeah. created it. So and, like. and maybe he really vetted this lady that's taking it over. Maybe he, they've had some real conversations, and he's like, you know, I'll let you do whatever you want, but I mean, this, this, and this have to be kind of in line, and yeah. don't you know go too the, far off field. The you last know. article I read, like, um, made me feel better about it because she, yeah. you know, she said because she had to defend herself because I guess people like me were yeah concerned, and she was saying like. You know, it's my Star Wars, so I would think that if you feel that strongly about it, then you wouldn't touch it. Um, and then I saw some of the, the article, like, was casting. It was like, here are some suggestions that we think could be these new, new characters if yeah. they were going to, like, replace the old ones. And it was just, it was just bad. So that's why I don't think they don't need to cast, they don't need to recast Angel. They don't need to recast Spike. It was just, it's done so well the first time. And if that's what they do, then... I, I, I don't want to say I want it to fail, but I just, you know, if someone's walking around with a spike shirt, I want it to be James Marster's face. I don't want yeah. it to be some... Yeah, Luke Perry was the best. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he oh, was the Perry, original! Uh, Luke I mean, Perry that, wasn't... Jeff, Jeff has a point. Luke is, Perry wasn't Spike. Yeah. Luke Perry was Pike. Right. Totally oh. different character. But Christian gotcha. Swanson played Buffy originally. Yeah. So by this your logic... True. But hey, you know what? Listen... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just bust your chops for the yeah. podcast honestly like yeah. I, I agree with you largely so yeah and uh i don't really i can't really even speak on the whole thing so i'm like outside of that don't but have like, a dog in the fight kind yeah. of yeah but um there was oh i was thinking it, it, i just had this thought it would be funny if there was like a scene like in last jedi where like somebody is handing buffy a a, a spike like a what do you call it a steak a steak wooden steak. wooden steak and she just grabs it and throws it over her shoulder and walks away <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> the Slayer should be dead yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, that, that, it would be a I lot mean, of parallels. I mean, she can be done with yeah. it because the way it ended. Right, so other many, Slayers take over. Yeah, yeah, so that's why it would make sense for this to be a totally new story, not mm. in California. Right. I, I think maybe they'll set it in Cleveland. That's how Buffy ended. They were like, oh, we hear there's a hell mouth in Cleveland. Right. I'm thinking maybe it'll be set in Cleveland and be a totally new um I think or maybe thing. Buffy is now a vampire. See, now you're changing things. <laughs> See, that's what Kia's scared of. That's what I don't like want. I don't want them to have to kill off any of the old people. Yeah, that's what will happen, though. I just think it's Star a Star Wars. I think, again, if you use Star Wars as a template, they are going to kill everything that you love about yeah. the I think show. that's a cop I mean, out just, to like, kill people. Like, we mm -hmm. were talking about this yesterday. Ryan Johnson said he wanted to do something different. I'm like, but mm -hmm. you didn't. You killed Luke Skywalker. You already killed Han Solo. So. And then Carrie Fisher's... Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Carrie Fisher's not here anymore. So especially after Carrie Fisher died, I would have been like, we can't kill Luke Skywalker now. Yeah, we got to go back and we reshoot this shit so that he survives at least. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's just me. Or just cut it before he fades away at the end. <laughs> right. Like, it almost held up yeah. if he didn't just literally die. Yeah. Just, you know, but... Eh. Yeah. Eh. The only way to pass the torch is for someone to die. I just think that's... Well... Here's, here's one last thought about this stuff, though, guys. I mean, are we just entering the age where we have to accept things aren't made for us anymore? And yeah. it's all for young people, and we just have to enjoy what we grew up with? And well, if it's not made for us anymore, then stop rebooting things that was made for us. Create new Make stuff. Make your own shit, yeah. young people. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're like taking Transformers, Jim and right. the Holograms, Buffy, all these things for yeah. a certain age group, and rebooting it. You're, so just start over and make something new. Yeah. Stop recycling stuff. I agree. Thank you. 100%.
Thank you. And I wish more gatekeepers would be open to that because I think that's another problem is, is gatekeepers. The same people that were like, people aren't going to like a movie like Black Panther because there's a bunch of black people in it. And then it makes like $700 billion. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, well, uh, you know, like those same people are saying, well, we need a familiar IPs or like people aren't going to go see these movies. And it's like, no, people back in the day would see something new because it was like, it looked good and it looked like a good story or a good effects or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like you said, transformers and something we're familiar with every mm -hmm. time. I mean, it helps, but it doesn't literally have to be that every time. So yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the thing that's making me scared. I normally, I have all my Halloween shit up in August like normally I have the Halloween tree up. I have indoor decor oh, yeah. going a hundred percent. And this year I decided I'm pretty much going to wait until the fall. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to let the actual season change. So and September it, 22nd. I think I'm going <laughs> to wait pretty much that long. And this because like, it's just like, it's 90 degrees outside. You yeah. know what I mean? And this is not... Like, as much as I love Halloween and I love going shopping and looking at stuff and everything, yeah. it just feels wrong to have all the stuff out yet. Um, and plus, in the past couple of years, I've been putting stuff out so early that by the time the actual season rolls around, I'm kind of, like, over it a little yeah. bit. So I just thought, you know, it'd be kind of fun just to wait and then, like, oh, you know, it's like yeah. for a good five or six weeks of just, like, pure, you know, Halloween fun. Plus, I can kind of, like, get away with keeping everything up until Christmas mm -hmm. a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like stuff kind of sticks around a little bit longer on the other end of it. Yeah. So that way Halloween isn't the official cutoff point for me personally. I can kind of keep yeah. it going a couple extra weeks. So and I think we, we, you know, we talked about that before, how it kind of, it makes it less special when it's just all the time, you yeah. know? So I'm with you on that. I normally already got my stuff up and I haven't put anything out yet. Yeah. But a part of that is just there's some stuff going on in my personal life sure. that I've it's it's taken a back seat this year. But, <clears throat> but yeah, and also I th like I feel myself starting to feel a little burnout on some stuff just because it's so much in, in the past couple of years that like I don't I don't want to get burnout. I want to like so I'm with you 100. Well, and another thing for people like me and Jeff that follow social media kind of closely about what people are finding with Halloween stuff and everything, it becomes kind of a quasi competition to mm -hmm. find stuff before other people do. And, yeah. and if someone finds something unique, you're like, Oh, I got to go there. And it's like, mm -hmm. at a certain point it's like, Hey, it's not a competition. You're doing this for yourself and for fun. Mm -hmm. So don't worry if something is sold out. Don't worry. Cause I mean, I freaked out a couple times about <laughs> items that I really wanted and going, mm -hmm. it's going to be gone, you know? Yeah. It's like, at the end of the day, you know, that's not really that important. And plus, there's something to be said for discovering this shit on your own. We're missing the true meaning of Halloween. <laughs> In a way, we are. Just like the true meaning of Christmas. Blasphemy. Like, no. Wow. Like Let's, the way uh, I celebrate Christmas, wow. I start after Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. And that's why it's special. For sure. It's not being celebrated too In early. July. Right, right. But you guys celebrate christmas until like april <laughs> yeah we, we, oh, we keep our it's not decor that we up celebrate christmas yeah we just get i just get lazy and i leave the christmas tree yeah. up too long we, we just get the 
we kind of like it. I know how that yeah, goes. Yeah. I do that too with, with like my Halloween tree. I leave that up. I basically like leave the Halloween stuff on it until it's like, well, I guess I should put Christmas stuff on this now. It's kind of <laughs> nice where we where we have our tree. It's like in the corner. It's kind of yeah. nice that whole little section is decorated. So when yeah. you take it down, it's like it feels like the room is empty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's that light that comes from it that kind of like yeah. makes the room feel a little more cozy. I mean, and also like, again, Halloween time and to a certain extent Christmas time, like I loved uh, like watching movies mm -hmm. and having that be our light source yeah. was just that. You know what I mean? It kind of illuminates the room in a certain way. And we um, have like our, our little fake fireplace. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of, it's it's kind of a simple one, but that's that's my thing that's making me scared is I think I'm enjoying, inadvertently, I'm enjoying the season more by not just balls out, mm -hmm. like yeah. de decorating things and going like, Halloween is here. You know, I'm just kind of mm -hmm. like, privately kind of enjoying stuff watching a few movies you know i'm drawing stuff for fun and everything but i'm not like obsessed with it and yeah. i think it's coming kind of nice so. yeah and it's like you know before we started making the videos like i was saying like we were talking last week about mm. how you know i used to go to the stores and like take pictures of the halloween stuff and videos of it and i would just keep it for myself right. I, didn't, I didn't put it on youtube or anything and then right. i guess last year i was like oh we should like make video like put these on youtube and then yeah. uh but then it, it they're fun to do, but then after a while, it's like we, we, we do so many of them and it starts to feel kind of well, like, oh, we got to get this done. But yeah, I, I, I love Halloween and I don't want to like lose that feeling yeah. that I get from it. So, all right, so let's go ahead and uh, pick our, our movie for next week. It's Kia's turn. Okay. Oh, by the way, just for listeners at home, Kia has several options. She can't make up her mind, so she's drawing. She made a, She wrote them all down, put them in a hat, and now she's going to draw one out of a hat. And that's how she picks her next selection. <laughs> Jeff is shuffling. <laughs> all right, Kia is placing her hand in the hat. She I'm is drawing. so nervous. And the winner is... Strangers, Pray at Night. The sequel to Strangers, The Strangers. Jeff Strang looks really confused. Strangers Pray at Night. It came out, I think, it, did it come out earlier this year? Or? Is that the one with the girl from Wish Upon? Probably. I think she is in that. Yeah. Mm. Um, is that on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard good things, but what? that would be fun. To... We liked it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, spoiler, I guess I'll edit that out. <laughs> um, okay, so, and where is that available, Kia? Did you, okay, we don't know. <laughs> How did we? How did we? I think we rented it, but that was back when it was brand new. So yeah, I looked it up, and Strangers Pray at Night is available on Amazon Prime. So Strangers Pray at Night will be the next uh, podcast episode. Should I pick another one since no one's excited oh, about this? Jesus, one? no! I think we'll be yeah, I even hard as a rock it. for it. <laughs> okay. Strangers Pray at Night is the next selection. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, so you'll be abreast of the situation. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You can find us on Instagram at Half-Assed Horrorcast, Facebook at Half-Assed Horror, Twitter at H-A Horrorcast, and you can send us an email at Horrorcast at gmail.com or visit our website Horrorcast.com.